This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. Christian Perspective on the News. Off we go to the southern parts of uh, the peninsula to connect with Dr. Peter Hammond, the founder of Frontline Fellowship, the Reformation Society, Africa Christian Action, and the William Carey Bible Institute. Good morning to you, Dr. Hammond. Trust you well. Yes, I am. Thank you. What have you got on your heart for us this morning? We're waiting with anticipation. Yes, well, it's extraordinary with all the news that we've been hit with and lots of things that are going on. Mm. We praise God for new opportunities and for uh, increased freedom to travel and to minister, and we must definitely make use of that. Yes. Coming up very soon, in fact, in two weeks' time, is the International Life Change Sunday. Now, this has been going on yeah. in the United States and worldwide since 1987 and in South Africa since 1992. Every first Sunday in October is International Life Change Sunday to make a stand for the right to life of pre-born babies. And uh, mm. we in Cape Town tend to gather at the entrance to the waterfront at Bakencroft Street and uh, just opposite from the Cape Town International Conference Center and to stand, to pray, to sing, to distribute literature. We've got placards, banners, and uh, on, the, on the island there in Burton Crook Street, a lot of traffic passing by. We can reach thousands of people with a message of life and give hope, a message of hope to mothers who are considering abortion, to medical personnel who must mm. decide whether to participate in abortions or not, and to encourage those medical personnel who have been under pressure to compromise the healing profession, and to challenge Christians who need to consider whether they should volunteer for counseling at a crisis pregnancy center, pastors who need to preach on when life begins and how we to love our pre-born neighbors, and journalists who should present the other side of the story, and politicians who need to enact legislation to protect pre-born babies from the violence of abortion. And, of course, primarily that love should be saved. And after every March for Life and beginning of January and February each year and uh, every uh, life chain at uh, in first Sunday of October, we've always found testimonies that come back of people who've been challenged, people who've been changed, lives that have been saved, children who were born later as a result of decisions made by people who've been reached in. And we always use it for an outreach, uh, an evangelistic outreach to distribute large amounts of gospel literature. In fact, we might distribute five to 6,000 leaflets at wow. the busy traffic lights in a two-hour life chain if we've got a good team of 15 or 16 uh, literature distributors at these traffic lights. And, and it really moves well. We've mm. got some great arts banners that have been produced and so on. And many people think, well, you know, is this still an issue and can we make a difference? Well, at the moment, the United Nations is attempting to promote abortion throughout Africa as a healthcare human right. And I don't know how many people are aware of the fact that there's only two countries in all of Africa out of the 50-odd countries in the continent that actually have abortion on demand legalized. And sadly, South Africa is one of them. It's Tunisia in the far north and South Africa at the tip of Africa. We're the only two countries with, with abortion on demand. The rest of Africa uh, prohibits abortion or puts severe restrictions on it. And uh, it's now a high task or priority of the World Health Organization, so-called, of the United Nations, to promote abortion throughout the continent. And 
that's bad enough. Mm. But believe it or not, uh, in, in this um, latest uh, article that we've seen come out from the United Nations, they're wanting not just to stigmatize those countries who stand uh, for life and oppose abortion, they're wanting to criminalize the pro-life doctors and nurses. And uh, we've, we've seen some of this starting with, for example, the prosecution of Dr. Foss mm. in Cape Town, uh, who is part of the uh, uh, military hospital at Weinberg, Tumul, and uh, he has been prevented from practicing his medicine for over three years now mm. uh, for, in fact, it's completely illegal dismissal and uh, it needs to get to court but keeps getting delayed because uh, he advised a patient uh, that uh, life begins at conception, abortion is a taking of an innocent life. Mm. And uh, for that obvious due diligence, uh, Dr. DeFoss was then um, dismissed from his position and prevented from taking any part in medical activity. So very illegally prevented to doing what he had studied for over seven years for. Mm. And it's, it's just uh, unconscionable. But the um, latest United Nations propaganda piece that we've uh, got before us, it's uh, uh, written by Taleng Mofeking, yeah. described as the United Nations Commission on Human Rights Special Rapporteur for Physical and Mental Health. I mean, how's that for a snappy title? Mm. And... Uh, uh, Mufa King uh, starts to stigmatize and rant against all those countries in Africa which outlaw abortion uh, and calls it legalized discrimination and oppression and discrimination and uh, uh, singles out Malawi, Namibia and Botswana for laws that seek to punish those who work in abortion services, which seems like George Orwellian, 1984, mm-hmm. Newspeak, think because it doesn't make any sense that people who kill babies can be called uh, involved in healthcare human rights. Uh, you would think it's the very opposite of that, because healthcare saves lives, doesn't take them, and uh, uh, what about the right to life of pre-born babies? But um, in this, incredibly, uh, she's also ranting against the um, uh, problems in South Africa, she says, that not everyone has access to abortion. So that's good. Despite the legalization of abortion, so that's good, the termination of pregnancy bill, uh, she complains about the fact that there's uh, many areas in South Africa where, while the law allows it, there's no medical practitioners qualified and willing to do the practice, and that there's many hospitals in South Africa where no one is willing or able to do the abortion, and there's, uh, uh, as uh, this person's putting it, in this United Nations post, that those doctors and nurses who are at the moment taking advantage of the uh, conscience objection should be prosecuted, <laughs> not just not just fired, not just stigmatized, but prosecuted. Yeah. And so we see there's such an importance for us to stand for life, to speak out for life. As the Bible says, speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves, rescue those being led away to death, Hold back those staggering towards slaughter. Who will rise up for me against the evildoers? Who will make a stand for me against the workers of iniquity? The scripture calls us to expose the unfruitful deeds of darkness, to have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather to expose them. And so we as, as Christians have uh, a duty, a calling, uh, an obligation to love our neighbors, including our pre-born neighbors, including our medical neighbors who are being bullied uh, and targeted uh, to not even have a conscientious objection on matters such as abortion, which is 
to say the least, highly controversial. Mm. And for centuries, for millenniums, doctors and nurses have made an oath to do no harm to a patient, to give no abortive patient to a woman as part of the Hippocratic Oath, which dates back to ancient Greece, actually. And uh, to, uh, in, in every way, careful when deals with a pregnant woman, both patients, and of course, try their best to save the lives of both. So the idea that you would not allow conscientious objectors, which, by the way, the South African Constitution uh, allows, not only allows, but entrenches in our Bill of Rights. Mm. We have in the Bill of Rights freedom of conscience, freedom of religion, freedom of worship, freedom of opinion, freedom of association, freedom of movement, and all these freedoms are essential. No law is valid unless it is respectful of the Bill of Rights. And if any law violates the Bill of Rights, that law is null and void. And in fact, we've even had a high court in this country uh, rule that the whole lockdown uh, restrictions are unconstitutional and illegal and null and of no effect because of the fact that they violate these bills of rights, freedom of conscience, freedom of worship, freedom of movement, and all the other essential freedoms. And it seems that Zuckerberg and others in the global social media giants don't seem to think much about a freedom of speech either because they are censoring and they've got tens of thousands of censors full-time involved in deleting uh, posts they don't like or which go against the narrative which expose some of the World Health Organization narratives and, and so on. So uh, it's important for us to use our freedoms to speak out, to reach out, to uh, love our neighbors in action, to put feet to our faith. And so uh, pray for, and if you can be involved in, the International Life Change Sunday in two weeks' time, 4th of October, be an excellent opportunity for us to mobilize our friends and neighbors and congregation to make a stand for life, to pray uh, for the medical professionals who are being targeted, uh, to reach out to people in a crisis pregnancy, uh, to stand and to speak up for life, to use our social media uh, to make a stand for life. And if they will visit www.christianaction.org.za website. On the christianaction.org.za website, they will find articles, posters, leaflets, links to videos, and other posts and messages that one can use, including tracks like abortion attacks in English, Afrikaans, Causa, uh, which one can print out, distribute, or circulate digitally uh, to really mobilize, because it is a bit of a disgrace that throughout Africa, abortion is illegal, but not in South Africa. We have such a high percentage of Christians in this country, and I believe the vast majority of our citizens are pro-life, and yet we have laws that uh, are not just against the babies, but even now it seems there's attempts to bully the medical professionals into compromising on this point. So let's be alert, uh, let's understand the times, and let's speak up to those who cannot speak for themselves. Thank you so much, Dr. Peter Hammond. That's ChristianAction.org is that website that uh, Dr. Hammond's referring to. He's the founder of Frontline Fellowship, the Reformation Society, Africa Christian Action, and the William Carey Bible Institute. As always, enjoy this beautiful Friday and have a good restful weekend. We'll connect again next week. Thank you so much, Brad. God bless. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.